the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, welcome to Wealth Creator Radio. Today on our show, we'll talk to you about how you can create your own retirement game plan. Eric, welcome. Well, thanks, Len. So, yeah, it's going to be exciting uh, to see the 49ers back in the big game here. (laughs) So we're all excited to see about that. And, you know, we just kind of wanted to do a little bit of a theme of, you know, how does retirement and retirement planning and you know, kind of go along with with the sports analogy and 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 being in part of that you know the huge big game and obviously there's a lot of hype going up to it and then then you got to really do it exactly. and so yeah so there's a lot of yeah you can kind of compare that to your you know your own stuff where you're planning and planning and planning and then once you get there what do you do now you know how, how do you do things how do you handle things what what's your daily routine it, it can be really uh, unsettling for a lot of people and and for most people too there's more and more of us who are, are just kind of rethinking the concept of retirement where it's more, I want to do what I want versus the job I have to do. So a lot of people aren't even fully retiring. They're just kind of going, hey, hey, let's go do a job for fun, uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> not a job yeah. I have to do. So, so it's a little bit of both. Right. Now, the funny thing is you and I are on opposing teams this year for the big game. I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan. You're a 49ers fan. So uh, it'll be kind of interesting to see how this plays out. I will never, ever be a sore loser, Eric. I promise. I promise. (laughs) But the funny thing is, you know, we know that as far as preparation for this big game this weekend, a lot of preparation is going into play. They're looking at playbooks. They're practicing and all of that. Us fans, we're just going to show up, right, and and watch the game and and pray that our, our favorite team wins. But with retirement, it seems like a lot of people seem to do just that, just show up, right? You can't imagine, you know, a team doing that or teams doing that. Why do some people just show up for something as important as retirement? Yeah, well, I mean, could you imagine inviting, you know, 10 or 20 people over to your house and saying, hey, we're going to party and not buy a single thing? (laughs) Exactly. Right. Don't have a single bag of chips. Don't even, you know, sorry, we haven't gone to the store recently. We don't even have anything to drink other than water. I mean, people would be very mad and probably leave very quickly, right? Big, Big time, big time. Unfortunately, a lot of people are like that with with retirement. I mean, there's stats all the time you hear about how few people have less than, you know, even 30 days, you know, savings to, to get by on. You know, we saw that a couple of years back when the with the government shut down and all these people were, you know, having to, to almost go on food stamps and other things and they just didn't get a paycheck for four weeks. I mean, that that's pretty scary. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of us are just going through busy with life and busy with doing things. And then, what? I'm supposed to be doing other stuff, <laughs> right? I'm supposed to be paying attention. So it, it's really just like your health, like, you know, you have to go see the dentist every six months and get your teeth clean, get your checkups, you know, get your annual physical, all that stuff. You should be doing the same dang thing with your, you know, with your finances, right? I mean, there's nothing different with, with between, you know, having your financial picture in order and making sure it's on track, making sure you're, you know, you're head the right direction. And so, yeah, I think there's a lot of people that unfortunately just are kind of just showing up and going, oh, what team are we playing? 
<laughs> you know, or, or even, you know, who's, who's playing the game at all. Right. So, right. yeah. So that, that's what you don't want to have. You definitely don't want to just, just all of a sudden show up and then think it's all taken care of. So you kind of mentioned some of the first things we need to be doing to get ready for retirement. Um, go into those uh, a little deeper for us. Other than our daily routine, what's really changing when we retire? Well, the, the biggest one, of course, is you know the paycheck, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's there, if there's no income, you're you're unemployed, and you're not uh, retired. So the only way you can truly retire is actually have some income, right? So, how are you going to get that income? I mean, have you got a plan for that income? It used to be, hey, my I'll get that gold watch, and my company will pay for me for the rest of my life, and then I'll have Social Security, and then you know I'll just take some trips with the extra money I got you know, that I saved on my own. Now it's like, ooh, well, your company ain't going to take care of you. They'll give you a 401k match maybe, but that's it. And then, you know, Social Security, it's there. It's still going to be there, but, you know, it's getting taxed and it's getting to be less and less meaningful. So you really need to be able to take care of it yourself. So first and foremost, you got to create an income plan, really looking for how am I going to get those those paychecks every you know, every week or, well, really in, in retirement's more typically you're going to get monthly checks, not weekly or biweekly check or something, you know, depending on how you're getting paid right now. You know, you're just going to get that money typically on a monthly basis. But how do you replicate that? How do you make sure you know what that number should be? I mean, I've had some people who say, oh, you know, my house is paid off so I can retire on 3000 a month. I'm like, for both of you? And then we started talking about, well, what about health care? And they hadn't really thought about healthcare, and we determined they need probably another thousand a month just for the healthcare. Because for typically for a couple, you know, especially once you're if you're over sixty five, you know, if you're on Medicare, it's going to be probably about eight hundred a thousand bucks all in. If you're under sixty five, it's probably eight hundred a thousand per person, and that's a big change considering if you're you know wanting to retire on one number versus another one. So you know, really that that's I think probably the biggest thing is is you know, is starting to have some sort of game plan, having some sort of, you know, some sort of starting block, right? Just to say, okay, where am I at right now? How am I looking? Ideally, I don't think we should call it the 50 yard line, but if you're in your 50s or, (laughs) you know, uh, you know, 50s, 60s, that's when you really seriously need to have that income plan in writing, making sure every year that you're on track and you're on pace and and then even knowing how close or far are you. Sometimes people are really close and they don't even really realize it. And so, you know, it's not always necessarily a bad thing. It's sometimes a good thing too, right? So depending on how well you've done, uh, you know, having that, that game plan, having that income plan, of course, then you have to look at how your money invested. What are the taxes you're going to pay along the way? You know, how am I going to get that health care? What am I going to do for if there's ever sort of some sort of long-term health care needs? And then lastly, who's going to get my stuff and is it going to be the government or lawyers or is it going to be the people I love? So, you know, what we call that here at at Heckman Financial is we call that the blueprint to worry less wealth because we want people to worry less about retirement. We want you to worry a lot more about what's the next trip. You know, what are you going to have for more fun? How are you going to hang out more or do more fun stuff? That's what we want you worrying about, not your financial picture. So, you know, if you want to have some confidence knowing that, hey, we've got a game plan. We know what's going to happen. If things go odd or bad, we also have a backup plan. And that's what we do here at Heckman Financials. We create that blueprint to worry less wealth. So if that's something you want to, you know, a little bit more information on, and if you want to just uh, sit down and visit or even over the phone, uh, just do a quick call. 
and we can kind of see if we can help you or not. Again, there's no cost, no obligation. 800-454-1184. Call or text the word VISIT to 800-454-1184. Again, text the word VISIT, 800-454-1184. Or you can set an appointment time right now online at wealthcreatorradio.com. You know, they're going to look at everything in retirement, your income, your investments, your health care plan, your tax strategies, and then even estate planning. That website, wealthcreatorradio.com, the name of our show, wealthcreatorradio.com. And in retirement, you're going to have the time, but will you have the money? And that's what we're talking about right now. 80% of retired NFL players are broke after three years of leaving the league. We're going to talk about why this happens so often and what we can learn from it. That's all coming up next with Eric on Wealth Creator Radio. We'll be right back. Do you find yourself thinking about your nest egg? Do you think about it a lot? You know exactly how much you've saved. But is it all yours? Taxes may be your biggest retirement risk. Eric Heckman and the team at Heckman Financial and Insurance Services are hosting a special tax-savvy event alongside the co-author of the No Compromise Retirement Plan, Neil Wildey. During this event, Eric and Neil will discuss retirement planning strategies designed to benefit you, not the IRS. Learn how to get your retirement plan aligned with today's tax and market reality. This exclusive event is being held Wednesday, February 26th at 6 p.m. or Thursday the 27th at noon and 6 p.m. at Fiorello's Restaurant. Reserve your seat today by texting the word INVITE to 800-454-1184. Find out how the heck you could potentially save money on taxes in retirement with Eric Heckman. Text INVITE to 800 800- 454-1184. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Neil Wilding is not affiliated with, nor does he endorse Heckman Financial. Thanks so much for joining us today. You're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial. We've come to the time in our show where we talk about financial fails because we want to learn from things that Eric has seen other people do. So, Eric, enlighten us with another financial fail. Well, this is probably more about just thinking the current situation will be the permanent situation in your retirement, I guess is the best way to phrase it. So this was quite some time ago. I was meeting with somebody down the, from the Monterey area and you know, he was trying to figure out how to get some income and we were looking at annuities to try to get some stable income for the rest of his life. And you know, I asked him how much Social Security and I said, wow, that, that's not very much Social Security income you're getting. And you know, did you work a long time? And he said he had. But what happened was when he retired, you know, granted he retired in the 90s, so this is a while back, um, you know, he he was getting 6 7% on his CDs. And, you know, you could get that in the mid-90s, right? And um, mortgages were 7 8 9%, right? So very different different world. And turned on his Social Security early. Well, now he was in his late 70s, and he was massively regretting turning it on at, at 62 because his 6 and 7% CDs had turned into, you know, 1 and 2%, right? And that's a lot less income that you're going to be getting, right? So, uh, that, you know, that's one of those things that uh, I see quite often is people kind of think about how to decide on stuff based on the current circumstances. So, like, this last decade was a great decade, with stocks. So maybe now you're going to retire and say, Hey, I'm fine. Cause the stock market keeps going up and going up and, and you know, we haven't had a crash for a decade, so it must be all good now. Right. Statistically that will not hold true for that long. At some point there's going to be something happens and 
you know, if you're depending on something to not happen and it happens, what's your backup plan? Just like in football, you want to have, you know, a game plan for if this goes wrong or this goes wrong, you want to have a, you know, a backup player for somebody who gets hurt. Uh, well, when it's you and your retirement, you can't like substitute yourself out and put somebody else in. So <laughs> that's not an option, right? So you, you got to make sure that, that this plan is, is going to have some backups and, and not just based on today's economics, but really based on sound long-term economics. So be prepared for whatever yep, could happen, definitely. basically, is yep. what you're saying. Yeah, the the economy is not going to be exactly how it is right now as you're maybe headed into retirement. So you have to plan for the worst and hope for the best. Eric, why does this happen to so many players after they retire? It's so sad. Yeah, it, it certainly is. And, and you kind of hear the same thing with, you know, a lot of times you'll see it with child actors and you'll see it with lottery winners. I mean, anybody who all of a sudden gets a lot of money for something, it's tough to adjust and how to how do you handle that most of us have no training in money and financial management right i mean mm-hmm. you know, in high school and in middle school and all that uh, college even i mean i think i had two days on you know not two days i should say two one hour segments yeah. <laughs> you know on budgeting and checkbooks <laughs> and and maybe a senior year in high school which i'd already had a checking account for probably 3 years at that point and, right I actually had nothing at, at Santa Clara University. I mean, no, no classes in personal finance. I had a bunch of corporate and other stuff, but not personal finance, which is kind of ironic for my yeah. profession now. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> but uh, I've gotten a CFP and all these other designations since then. But, you know, the hard part is none of us get trained on all this. And so then all of a sudden, if you've got a whole bunch of money, then it's really tough. But even if you don't even have a whole bunch of money, what happens is lots of times maybe you're doing something really well. And you know, I've seen this a lot before with people I've worked with where... You know, they were at some company and it was just going like crazy and, you know, maybe they got stock options or something else. And then all of a sudden that company flips over and, you know, just goes downhill and then they lose their job. Their stock options aren't worth anything and they didn't sell them ever. And, you know, they thought they had all this money and so they're all set and they didn't lock in any of those gains. So, yeah, it's really tough. And, you know, especially when you think about NFL players, I mean, it's kind of kind of a, I don't know if you want to call it depressing, but frustrating or whatever, whatever the right term is when you hear these people going, oh my gosh, he's so old. He's 40, right? You know, it's like 40. Come on. You know, it's like, really? Maybe for sports, right? For sports, right. So, so yeah, if you think about retiring in your thirties or 40 or or as early as 40 or something like that, that's a long time to to have to just make sure that money lasts. And a lot of these guys started having a pretty high standard of living, and they were starting to blow it a lot. And, you know, that's not the right you know, rationale. I know there's a couple of players that, you know, have made the headlines where they've, uh, you know, they've just lived on some portion of their income and, and then banked a bunch of it. I think probably the, the one who's a Detroit uh, Lions, uh, Ryan Broyles, mm-hmm. uh, I think he's the one who's kind of made it famous because he's only spending 60000 a year, even though he's making over $3.5 a year. Wow. And, yeah, so that's a ton of money that he's putting away. But think about, you know, if he could do that for 10 years, I mean, my gosh, even after taxes, he'd probably have $20 million sitting there, live off the interest off that, and he's good for life probably. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's one of these things where these guys could be totally fine, but what are they doing? They're going out and buying cars and toys and just blowing money left and right and think it's going to last forever, which 
you know, especially in a sports career, you know, it ain't going to last that long. Uh, You know, for most of us, we know our careers will last a lot longer than that. So we do have more time on our side, but usually we're not getting the same paychecks either. So, yeah. So, I mean, really just having some sort of plan, you know, where are you going to put this money? Where should the money go? How, How does it how does it separate it? I mean, you know, one of the things that drives me nuts is the way the 401ks have been morphed into what, what they are today. Uh, you know, when they first started, they were insurance companies and investment companies. And the new Secure Act is trying to bring annuities and, and guaranteed options back to 401ks. We'll, we'll see if that really actually happens or not. But there always was some guarantees and some market money. Now, with most 401ks, it's 100% market money it's either stocks or bond market but it's all at risk there's nothing guaranteed and that's really bad because what happens when there's a downturn right when are you more likely to lose a job when things are going great or when things are going bad when things are going bad <laughs> right yeah yeah why do companies lay off people because there's a recession and things are going bad right and so that's when the stock's not going to be doing good that's when your other assets are going to be doing so good so that's when you need the cash that's when you need to have some guarantees and you need to have some cash flow well, what if you have none of that because it was all stocks and bond market money? So, you know, for for me and the people we work with, we really make sure that they have some foundational assets, stuff that can't go away. But ideally, it's earning three to five percent, not the ones and twos at the bank. And then also have some steady income money. This is stuff that's paying five, six, seven percent. It has some risk, but at least it's paying really stable income, and it's paying that typically on a monthly basis. Now, that could be inside your IRA where you're not touching it till you retire, but at least that cash flow is coming in, and then it can go out and reinvest in the market if you want to. Or when things are going bad, hey, that cash flow can go in and buy stuff when it's cheap, right, when it's on sale. So, yeah, so if you have your money allocated like that, you're going to be a lot better off. I think if a lot of these athletes did that too, where they had some money that they just cannot blow and they cannot, mm-hmm. you know, be dumb with, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, then then they would be a lot happier down the road. You know, have your fun money, have your your play money, have your stuff to do the crazy investments in, but make sure you have some money that's going to always be there. And I think that's that's probably one of the biggest problems I think a lot of people have. One of the reasons so many NFL players go broke after retiring, I think, is maybe just not understanding the taxes involved and how they need to plan for taxes. Tell us how much of an impact that can have on a retirement savings. Yeah, well, the taxes can be really an overlooked subject, unfortunately, and obviously they can come back and bite you really bad, right? And so, yeah, one of the things that, that you really need to be planning for anytime you're talking about retirement or even just now is, you know, what are taxes going to look like? I mean, the government kind of pulled a fast one on us a long time ago and said, hey, hey, let's, let's, let's all have you put these bunnies in these, these 401ks. They'll be so great because you, you'll put it away at a high bracket and retire at a low bracket. And that allowed all these companies to get off having to offer you a pension and they'll just do this match and you can control it. Ooh, right? <laughs> Sounds so good. Uh, well, what really happened? Well, people don't do a great job man- money managing their own money because they've never been trained on it. They don't have anybody who's helping them with it often. And then the worst part is taxes have gone up and up and up. Deductions, uh, we saw a lot of deductions go away in, under Reagan. And now under Trump, we lost a lot more deductions. So, yeah, you may be in a lower bracket, but is your actual taxable income lower or not? Uh, It may or may not be. But 
Also, you know, I think really people need to be talking about taxes anytime they're talking about retirement and income and getting money. It's a super critical item. I mean, that's that's going to make or break your retirement. And right now, taxes are on sale. There's a lot of great tax events and tax options you can do. We're even having a tax event at the end of the month where we're going to have a lot of uh, um, discussions on what's how do you how do you minimize those taxes for the rest of your life. So. You know, again, that's something you can go on our website and check out on our events tab. But, you know, we do have a report on taxes for retirement. So if it's something you want to get a copy of, we can send it to you. All you have to do is uh, we'll send you a link. Just text us the word tax to uh, 800 454 1184. Again, text the word tax to 800-454-1184, and we'll send that right out to you. Or you can go online, request it at wealthcreatorradio.com. You toss a penny over your shoulder into a fountain and you make a wish. You look into the fountain and you see a lot of pennies, but you also see some quarters and you think to yourself, who throws quarters into a fountain when pennies will do? Now think about the taxes you could be paying in retirement. Do you want to throw pennies or quarters to Uncle Sam? Eric Heckman and his team at Heckman Financial Services have helped hundreds of families plan for retirement for more than 25 years. Taxes can be complicated, so start planning now so you aren't caught off guard in retirement. To start building your plan, call or text the word TAX to 800-454-1184. And together, you'll create a plan designed to help you keep as much of your money as possible. Find out what the heck is going on with your taxes with Eric Heckman and the Heckman Financial Services team. Start planning today. Call or text the word TAX to 800-454-1184. That's TAX to 800-454-1184. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hi, we're glad to have you with us for Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. Right now we're talking about how Sports Illustrated estimates 80% of retired NFL players go broke within three years of leaving the league. That is incredible. But then that means that another 20% are getting it right and figuring out how to handle things and manage their wealth. What can we learn from them, Eric? What do you say we could learn from them? What are they doing right? Well, you know, like, um, uh, well, somebody we're all happy who's not in the big game here is uh, Patriots Gronkowski because they've been in there too many times. Exactly. I know some people around here do like them, but, you know, eh, they're too far away. Like the 49ers stuff. (laughs) They're clear across the country. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, but one of the interesting things he did is he actually lived off his endorsement deals and saved his entire salary. Pretty cool. And and so, but I've actually seen some, some people where they've, you know, they'll live off one person's salary and save almost everything from the other person. Yeah, so if you're married, you know, that's kind of a cool idea to do or mm-hmm. see if you can try it. Yeah. Uh, you know, but really it's it's always about the super simple things. I mean, a lot of stuff about finances is simple stuff that's hard to do. <laughs> right? So, mm-hmm. simple does not mean easy. A lot of times people get those two confused. <laughs> so, when we're talking about saving, you know, just set it up automatically. I mean, it's amazing how easy it becomes. I mean, once people start putting money into a 401k and start having that income coming in, you know, and the you know money's get there, they, they don't notice that money gone. And a lot of 401ks now have this really cool feature where it's a, it's automatically uh, adjusts. So every year you can have an automatic increase where it'll save 1% more. So if you're doing say 6% next year, it'll start just taking out seven and you won't probably notice the difference. 
obviously, hopefully, if you can get a raise, it'd be even nicer. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah. So that's one little simple tool is just, you know, paying yourself, but trying to figure out how much do you need? How much do you need to be really spending? You know, how much stuff do you really need? And, you know, do you need all this stuff new? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's funny because my son going to college in, in, out in South Carolina, you know, he can live on almost nothing out there. And then he comes back here, he still actually does often, you know, won't typically buy a drink when we're, you know, we're, we're going out someplace. Uh-huh. You know, so he won't have a soda or something. He'll have, still have water. So he'll yeah. save money there. But, you know, he will order a lot nicer d- meals when I'm paying for it. <laughs> exactly. For sure. Dad's paying. What do you mean? <laughs> but, but it is funny how we can all live cheaper or, or more frugally. And, you know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of ways that you can do that. You, know, you don't have to, like, sacrifice your lifestyle, I'm saying. But, you know, if you start making sure you're taken care of first because nobody else is going to take care of you, if you can get that part done... And say, I mean, really, a lot of times people ask, what's the number? What do I need this and that? And, you know, people like simple rules. You know, if you can save 20% of your income someplace, you're always going to be golden. 15 is pretty, you know, 20 is really hard to do. But if you can do 15, that's really great. And it doesn't have to be all like 15% to your 401k or something like that. I mean, it could be three or four of that go into the savings account just to make sure that money's there in case you have an emergency and so forth. So, you know, we're just talking about in terms of all over you know, how much is stay and how much are you saving and how much is stay in there? Because also you don't want to have, I remember years and years ago when I first got in the business and some lady said, uh, yeah, I saved my whole paycheck. And it's like, really? That's wow. amazing. And she had $500 in her savings account. I'm like, how, I thought what? you said you save your whole paycheck. Yeah. She goes, well, I put it in my savings account and then I spend it. But somehow in her, in her head, in her head, she thought putting the money in and having it just pass by the savings account counted. <laughs> and uh, that, that doesn't count. You know, no. d- you know, just if it's like a passing train, you know, yeah, you saw it, but doesn't mean it's still it's gone. there. So, <laughs> yeah, so you do have to watch that. Right. Now, should retirees have a portion of their retirement assets invested in the market? Do you still think so? Certainly, yeah. I mean, we're not saying that the market's a bad place to be. Uh, obviously, it's been a great place for the last, last decade, but... If you look at any, I'm talking about any endowment fund, pension fund, any of these big funds that, you know, need to have money ongoing for decades and so forth, you know, they're a lot like somebody who's retired, if you think about it. So they need to be paying money if it's, say, a college endowment, and they need to be paying for scholarships and other things. And they need that money year after year after year. So they need to have some of it growing. None of these have 100% stocks and bonds, not a single one. Most of them have real estate. They have you know, private equity, hedge funds, all sorts of other stuff in there. Yet, what do we have options in our 401k? 100% stocks oh, and bonds. Oh. <laughs> so they would never invest their money. And if it was a pension manager, no way would they ever do that. They would get sued. And so, yeah, you want to have some foundational assets. You want to have some steady income money that's paying really good dividends. But you still want to have some money in the market. It's just the problem is you don't want to have everything in the market because then when the market goes bad you got no place to run and hide and you still need to be getting that money out every month and if it's gone down guess what you get to sell low mm-hmm. and you're not supposed to sell low you're supposed to sell high, that's right. that's <laughs> high. Right? So, Buy yeah so so that's one of those things that you really want to watch out for is is not having things too compacted in, in one areas and, and you know one thing that we probably haven't we haven't actually given out this report for a while and i think it's getting to be um really close in timing uh you know i think we're with within a year or two here of having some some real market correction just because of things are slowing down there's a lot of signs that say that uh you know there's 
you can always see signs like looking at clouds. You can always figure out some sort of shape, right? But I, I think they are they are looking a little bit more obvious and a little bit more um, likely, um, you know, to to come. So you know, we do have a a really great about uh, I think it's twelve or fourteen page uh, thing talking about market corrections, what to do, what not to do. You know how to prepare for them, how how to know when they're hitting, and and you know really just kind of get some some good understanding because you know it's just like when they tell you what what you're supposed to do on the plane in case there's an emergency. You, you want to know this stuff beforehand, not afterwards, right? <laughs> so yeah. you want to read about understanding market corrections before they happen, not after they've happened. And so if that's something you want to get a copy of, all you have to do is text the word market to 800-454-1184. Again, text word MARKET to 800-454-1184, and we'll text you that link uh, to get that report. And then also, if you uh, want to go online and request it, you can do that at wealthcreatorradio.com. Tell us again what it's like. Paint that picture for them so they know what that visit will be like because it'll be such a, a wonderful time and they don't have anything to be nervous about or feel you know any anxiety about. Yeah, I mean, we can do it on the phone or video chat, but most people prefer to come in and we've got, you know, reserved parking here at, at our office. It's very easy to come in, they get a drink and we sit down and we just find out, you know, tell us about your story. You know, what, what what got you here? What are you what are you worried about? What are you trying to achieve in retirement? And then what we do is if if uh, we want to have a second appointment, what we do is we'll sit down and we'll get all that data from you then at that point. We don't need it before that first meeting. And we'll analyze, you know, how are you invested? How much stock market volatility do you have? Where can you get income, you know, for retirement? What's your tax situation like? Should you be converting stuff to Roth? Should you be funding Roth-type uh, vehicles? Are there other alternatives? Uh, look at the healthcare and legacy. And, and that's really the five areas of, of the blueprint to worry less wealth is doing that income, investment, tax, healthcare, and legacy plan. And really what we find is once people have that, they at least know where they're headed and then we'll tell them, hey, here's some issues that you may have not thought about or you didn't realize you had. Do you want to fix those? Do you want to help have us help you fix those? And that's up to them if they want to take action with us or just do it on their own. But again, there's no cost, no obligation to this plan. All you got to do is uh, set up a time to talk. And the easiest way to do that is text the word VISIT to 800-454-1184. Again, text the word VISIT, 800-454-1184. Or you can book directly online at wealthcreatorradio.com. Do you find yourself thinking about your nest egg? Do you think about it a lot? You know exactly how much you've saved. But is it all yours? Taxes may be your biggest retirement risk. Eric Heckman and the team at Heckman Financial and Insurance Services are hosting a special tax-savvy event alongside the co-author of the No Compromise Retirement Plan, Neil Wildey. During this event, Eric and Neil will discuss retirement planning strategies designed to benefit you, not the IRS. Learn how to get your retirement plan aligned with today's tax and market reality. This exclusive event is being held Wednesday, February 26th at 6 p.m. or Thursday the 27th at noon and 6 p.m. at Fiorello's Restaurant. Reserve your seat today by texting the word INVITE to 800-454-1184. Find out how the heck you could potentially save money on taxes in retirement with Eric Heckman. Text INVITE to 800 800- 454-1184. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Neil Wilding is not affiliated with, nor does he endorse Heckman Financial.
Welcome back to Wealth Creator Radio. This is Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial. I've got one of my monthly contributors here, Drew Frampton with O2 Mortgage. Good to have you here. Eric, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Let's talk about like refinancing. I mean, rates have gone down a bunch, but then sometimes people are like, well, I got this really great rate a couple of years ago. So it really doesn't matter because you know you have to have whatever, some big drop or some to have the house for so long. And there's all sorts of little rules that people think are correct or are those correct or not? Yeah. I mean, the, I hear them all the time. Um, cause you know, for me, I, I've got a client for life, um, mentality. So I'm always following up with my clients and saying, Hey, you know, we've reviewed stuff on your file and this might make sense for us to, um, look at a refi and we just dive in a little bit deeper. And a lot of times people bring up, uh, questions such as, Oh, I've heard that, you know, I need to reduce my rate by, a quarter of a percent or a half a percent or even a full point, uh, you know, 1% before it makes sense to refi. Or I need the, maybe people just pull this out of their head, but I need to save at least $200 a month in order for me to refi. Or I want to make sure that I have X amount of time into the home because so-and-so told me that's what I need to do before I refi. So there's lots of these rules of thumb out there. And I think rules of thumb are made to be broken. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, rules of thumb are literally like, well, okay, we're just guessing here, right? So <laughs> yeah. that by definition, they're also always wrong um, and somewhat right, both. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, it definitely probably there for a reason. And at one point or time, they might have worked for somebody. Um but they do change over time. Yeah, and also wonder how much, like, when it was a $200,000 mortgage, right, was a normal house or something. That's probably where, I'm guessing, where a lot of these rules of thumb worked, where 1% difference on that wasn't a big dollar <laughs> yeah, amount, right? right? So, and then right. if there was fees and costs, it wasn't going to offset it. But when you're talking about a $500,000 million, you know, a lot bigger, yeah. yeah, a lot bigger loans now, that little percent is not a little dollar figure anymore. It's a very large, even, or even a quarter percent, it's a large dollar number, right? Right, exactly. And, you know, gosh, back in the 80s, you know, interest rates were in the teens. So having these one, two percentage point changes uh, from a refinance, um, you know, happened a lot. You know, we're, we're in the threes and fours these days. So (laughs) that, you know, you're getting close to zero if something like that happened. Um, But, you know, just to kind of back up a little bit, let's really just briefly look at what a refi is. So people say refi, if you're in finance, you might say a refinance. But, um, you know, essentially all it is, is you're, you're snapping your fingers and you're lowering your rate, right? So if you were just to snap your fingers, your rate dropped, you just performed the fastest refi ever. (laughs) Um, It's a redo, right? Right. So we're redoing something on your loan, right? And there's two types of refis that you could look at Uh, a rate reduction um, or a term reduction. So that's called a rate and term refi. Right, mm-hmm. so you're lowering your rate typically, but you could be going from an adjustable to a 30-year fixed, or vice versa. And then there's the cash-out refi, right? And you're just pulling equity, pulling cash out of your equity to use those funds for some purpose. And you know, typically a rate and term refi only makes sense when rates are lower, right? Right. There's other reasons why you might be questioning a refi, but for the most part, most people are looking to do a rate and term refi only when rates are lower, right? That makes 
pretty good sense there. Yeah. Um, and to kind of look at that, what I always tell people, especially the rate and term, because it's really just a mathematical equation and it's a relatively simple one, right? You're going to save X amount of dollars for the remainder of the, the term of the loan. Right. How so. much does it cost you to save that amount of money? Yeah. Right. So, yeah. If it costs you 2000 to save $500 a year. Yeah. Four years, you got it back, right? Right. If you do a no cost refi and you save a dollar a month, well, technically, <laughs> technically that makes financial sense, yeah. but there are some, uh, I'll call them uh, caloric costs. <laughs> <laughs> right. Of all the pain in the butt of signing and getting documents and yeah. Yeah, and you you know a lot of times you have to have an appraiser coming into your home, and some people don't like to let a stranger into their home. So there's there's some things that you have to do in order to complete this refi. Typically, you know you're looking at somewhere around thirty days, sixty, ninety days in some you know organizations. For us, you know we're we're a little bit more efficient, a little bit smaller, nimbler of a, a company. So we usually get our refis done in about thirty days or less, but. Essentially, you have to make sure that whatever the costs are, that you're going to recoup those savings in a reasonable amount of time. And everyone's going to be different, right? right. If you're planning to stay there for 30 years or, or the way my grandmother would say it, uh, she's going feet first out of the house, yep. you know, maybe a longer term uh, repayment or a longer term um, uh, break even makes sense, right? If, if, if it's a four year break even as an example you gave us. Uh, maybe that makes sense for her, but maybe somebody who's thinking about only staying in the house another five years, maybe that doesn't really make a lot of sense because there's just not enough savings uh, to really be had. And then the other thing that I always look at for a refi, especially for people who've had their mortgages longer. I mean, there's some people who've gotten mortgages back in 2016, 2000. 15, uh, who haven't really refied for, you know, the fact that they've had low rates. Right. Um, and so you've paid down your mortgage. You've, you've paid down that 30 year and you're now in the, you know, lower 25 ish, depending on when you got your mortgage. If you do a refi, typically you're getting another 30 year fix. You're starting all over again. Right. Which right? a lot of people don't like, cause you're like, okay, now I'm stretching it out even further. Right. And they said, well, boy, 30 years was already long. And now, you know, I went from, paid it down for five, six, seven years, and I'm going to start all over again. And one thing that I always tell people is, okay, well, let's look at if you continue to make the same payment that you were making on your existing loan with this new loan. And does that pay off your loan faster than what you're doing today? Because sometimes there's some sleight of hand that can be had where you're saving money on a monthly basis, but really all you've done is just elongate the term. Right. Right. And so yeah. you're not really saving money. You're just really kicking the can down the road. And so looking at that is important. Yeah, definitely. And again, you're listening to Wealth Creator Radio. This is Eric Heckman with Heckman Financial and we're talking with Drew Frampton from O2 Mortgage. So, yeah. So then if it does make sense to refi, uh, what are some other rules of thumb that people say? And then, you know, you say, well, that doesn't really compute or <laughs> whatever you want to say. Uh, uh, um, yeah. I mean, there's some things that you would want to consider as well. Um, you know, a big one is there's this notion of a free refi. Right. There's no cost. Free. No costs, no points. Um, and there's a lot of different ways that people understand this to be done. Um, the true no cost, no point is truly a no cost, no point where you pay no points. And a point is essentially paying the lender money to receive a lower rate than market rate. 
Right. That's, so, it's just a fee for a low rate. Usually like a one point means 1% fee of the loan value. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And then no points or no fees. The fee portion of that term is the closing costs. So things yeah, that you- All that junk stuff. That, yeah, the junk stuff. So the- Doc the, fee. The appraisal know. fee, the doc fee, the going down the county recording fee, the um, you know title and escrow fee, the underwriting fee, processing fee. All of those are one-time fees. The fee fees. to charge a fee. <laughs> the fee to charge a fee. The fee for me to just say a fee. <laughs> um, those are one-time fees. They're things that you wouldn't typically pay for unless you're doing a refinance. Right. Um, so for those, those if we're doing a no cost, no fee, those are taken care of by the lender. They give you a credit to offset those fees. So if it's a true no cost loan where there's no point, no fee, you've not only not paid no points, you're actually, the lender's paying you. Yeah, some paying money out of pocket to those people. Yeah, to cover those costs because those costs are always there. Mm-hmm. It's just who's paying for them. Right. Right. Sometimes it makes sense to do that and sometimes it doesn't, right? Sometimes it makes sense to actually uh, pay the fees because there's a large enough savings where the, the break even's much better and much greater. And that's something that you want to look at. There's another way that you can technically not come out of pocket to pay these fees, which is increasing your loan amount, right? right. And that's a lot of times people like me are saying, oh, let's wrap everything into the loan. Yeah, yeah. And so if, to do that, basically what we're doing is, you know, let's say the closing costs are $5,000 because they can get up there. You would increase your loan amount by $5,000 and now you've not paid out of pocket anything for the loan, but you're still paying for it. Yeah, you're still paying for it. Now you're paying for it over 30 years and <laughs> with interest. But if the rate's low enough, then that may make sense. And, you know, those long-term are not a, always a good thing. So sometimes I find people focused on their first mortgage. I literally had somebody who had a first mortgage of a hundred grand, but had two hundred thousand on their home equity line of credit, and all their focus on was their first mortgage. It's like, well, hold it, no, it's the combined rate of both of them, and the fact that you can't write off home equity line of credits anymore right. under the new tax law. So, what's the best way for them to to do that? Yeah, um, give us a call. We always like to chat through it. Uh, give us a call at four zero eight six one zero three two one zero. We're O two Mortgage. Whether you want to talk about refis, uh, buying a home. Debt consolidation, 408-610-3210. And also, of course, we have a link to uh, to their website and email on wealthcreatorradio.com. That's all for this segment. We'll be right back on Wealth Creator Radio. Who will help you get there? You've spent years working, taking care of your kids, saving money, and now you're nearing retirement. Or maybe you've already retired. Now it's your turn. You get to decide where to go next. Will your retirement include travel? Do you have a guide to help you get there? The team at Heckman Financial Services have helped hundreds of families create their blueprint to worry less wealth. Don't let financial limitations take you off course in retirement. Eric Heckman and his team want you to have the retirement you've worked so hard for. Come in and meet with the team at Heckman Financial Services. They'll help you create a blueprint that's tailored to your lifestyle and long-term financial goals with their trademarked Blueprint to Worry Less Wealth. To schedule your meeting with Eric Heckman and his team, call or text the word VISIT to 800-454-1184. That's VISIT to 800-454-1184. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisor.
Hi, you're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. We've come to the time in our show when Eric shares a success story with us, a wealth success story. It's always a good lesson on how something has worked out for the best for someone. What do you have for us this week, Eric? Well, it's actually going to tie into, you know, everybody was shocked about the whole Kobe Bryant stuff. And, you know, I had a client that she started this little company as a secretary in, in the late seventies, early eighties in, in Cupertino and this little company called Apple. Um, oh, wow, really? <laughs> and, and, and she always lived fairly frugally. I mean, she, she had fun and she had a, you know, nice lifestyle and stuff, but didn't spend a ton of money. And you know, really what happened was when she passed away, her son and her daughter had no idea how much money they had and, and you know, that she'd had saved up and just cause of, it, you know, it shot up and all so much in value. Right. And, uh, so really, why is this a success story? I mean, it's kind of sad if she passed away. Well, mm-hmm. the nice part is she set it up in the right way. She had some wills and trusts set up that really make sure that no matter what, if it, like her one daughter's already been divorced, but imagine that they'd inherited that money and put it in a joint account, then got divorced. Her granddaughter would have been potentially not getting any of that money or, or losing a big chunk of it. And so now this this money is in trust for her her son and daughter in separate trust, but you know it's protected so that way no matter what it goes down to her grandkids, she knows that they're going to get it. And you know they've actually been pretty frugal and pretty you know good with it. I mean one of them needed a house, so they went out and bought a house for cash. But a lot of that money's been in there and spread it out a lot more now, where we've got some foundational assets, some steady income stuff, and along with you know the growth stuff. So. You know, just by taking taking some time, sitting down with an attorney, sitting down with a financial advisor and saying, hey, does this make sense? Is this the right way to go? And, you know, we were able to help her. I mean, you know, sadly, we didn't think she would go so soon, but, you know, it was only a couple of years after she had this all set up. But, you know, the nice part is it was all set up and she did it right. And, uh, you know, so that's one of the things you want, want to do is not leave a mess, not leave a headaches and stuff. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, you hear all those horror stories about some people do and, you know, so the easier you can make it, the better off everybody will be. Ideally best is part of an overall plan. You know, what does we do with that blueprint to worry less wealth, where we get you that income investment tax, healthcare and legacy plan all in one. And that's something we can do for you. No cost, no obligation. All you have to do is text the word VISIT to 800-454-1184. Again, text the word VISIT, 800-454-1184. Or you can book directly online at wealthcreatorradio.com. That's all for this week's show. You can always listen to the show on Google or Alexa. Just say play Wealth Creator Radio. Or you can just go online and hear our podcasts. Thanks for listening. Information provided during Wealth Creator Radio is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Eric Heckman offers investment advisory services through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Any tax advice given as part of this presentation is not intended to be used and cannot be used by the taxpayer for the purpose of avoiding tax penalties or promoting, marketing, or recommending to another party any matter or transaction addressed herein.
The views and opinions expressed in the program are not necessarily those of the radio station or its sponsors, and they should not construe as legal, tax, or investment advice. You should always consult the appropriate advisor before making any financial decision.